what we'll find is it, left to its own devices, the, the marketplace, I believe, will displace some of these other kinds of technologies when it's when it's economically viable to do so. I worry about us forcing a specific date, and that means that everyone pays a lot more. Like, you can do it, but at what cost? Say what? Say what? Say what? Welcome to Say What, the Energy Ogre podcast, where our specialty is lowering your light bill. But we also offer bite-sized education and financial tips for busy people who want to find overall better solutions to living a brighter life. Welcome, everyone, to the latest edition of Help Me, Justin. Say what? what? Uh, <laughs> Say what? what? <laughs> I'm your host, Laura Thornquist, and of course, today I am pleased to have our CEO, Justin Bradshaw, back with us. All the way over here. I know. You, you know, you did. You trucked a long way to get here. I appreciate that. Well, I think that the, you know, the people that are actually watch this are probably like, that dude's on, not Julie. I'm like, I want to <laughs> oh, see Julie. That is not true. We do enjoy having you here. Just sometimes we have You're to prepare because it gets a little in-depth and I mean, you, you, you uber intelligent, you know, and you're I like, wish oh, that were true. I put my thinking cap on. <laughs> so today's election day. What, it's what just you- boring. That's what that means. <laughs> like, oh true. my God, our viewership. <laughs> so not true. As I said, we just all have to put our thinking caps on. Okay. All right. Um, today's election day. Yeah. What are your thoughts about this? Uh, it's interesting. You know, it's one of the neat things for better, for worse out of all this stuff is you know, we've had this decline over all these years of the number of people that are actually actively involved. Mm -hmm. And so there's just, you know, a lot of people that are outvoting it. One of the things that's been interesting is reading in some of the newspapers and some of the online stuff, just the total numbers of people that have been out there already voting and voting on an early basis. I I think it's hard for people to find facts anymore. So true. And so I think that, you know, one of the things that sort of goes hand in glove with participating is, you know, going through the process of trying to educate yourself in terms of what these people are actually stand for and what, what they're saying and what are the facts hyperbole and what's not and what's real and what's, you know, theater. I agree with you as a former journalist. I I struggle with that as well because, you know, we were trained to be extremely unbiased, right. And getting both sides of the story. And I can't go to one place anymore, in my opinion, to find that unbiased so much of the way we get news and some of those things, it's been kind of commercialized. So there's definitely consequences to people having unbiased journalism. One of the things that's really sad to me is that when we go through these political cycles, people talk about solutions or I'm going to fix this or this is easy to do. And I think a lot of the problems that we have are problems because they're really complicated. If it were easy, it would be fixed. It would be easy to take care of. And I think that's one of the problems is that we kind of have this reductionist idea of, well, we'll just, I'm going to fix this. I wish that when these politicians would come out and say, hey, it may not be in my power to fix any of this stuff. We'll do it together, but I want to just make it better. Mm. You know, let's, let's get on the right path. Let's, Let's start working, but I'm going to fix this. I'm going to fix that. And these, I don't think we have an imperial presidency. So hopefully there's nothing that a president directly can just fix. Jesson Bradshaw, 2024. Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> All right. So today, of course, as we've mentioned, is it, uh, the day of election day. So we don't know results. But uh, today we wanted to talk about uh, the Green New Deal. It's been hitting front and center, of course. What's in it, what's the proposal, and who supports it has played out in the debate stage over the past month, clearly over the past month and several months. The battle underscores how, after it was introduced in Congress, few voters fully understand 
what is and isn't in this 14-page resolution. So today, we want to tackle this with Justin and give some insight from our vantage point in the electricity space. So Justin, first things first, let's do a broad brushstroke of what is it, because a lot of people just, they simply don't know what it is. The Green New Deal is a proposed package of United States legislation that aims to address climate change, excuse me, and economic inequality. The main goal of the plan is to bring U.S. greenhouse gas emissions down to net zero and meet 100% of power demand in the country through clean, renewable, and zero emission energy sources by 2030. So from your vantage point, is that actually reasonable? Can we get there? I don't know that there's one kind of green deal. Uh, there's There's a big difference between these bullet points and then what you actually do from an implementation perspective. So, you know, there's, there's two answers to that. One is, do I think it's, it's theoretically achievable? Um, I think it would be, I think it's a very large technological challenge. Um, And I think that maybe a lot of people, however, however good the goal is, right? Um, I think a lot of people that are not energy experts are kind of weighing in on some of these things. And uh, there's some real practical implementation issues. That doesn't mean that we don't try as hard as we can, if it makes sense to do that. But I don't want people to have the expectation that all this technology is immediately available at our fingertips. And it's just the will to do this that that is kind of the problem. And, And I think that one of the most important things that people don't really think about is electricity is not like any other thing we get. Mm-hmm. It literally is totally different from everything else that we get. You know, if it's about water, if it's about gasoline, if it's about toilet paper, if it's about food, mm-hmm. there's a process where we can get it from long distances. We can have other people do it. We can store it. We can hold on to it. And electricity just doesn't work that way. We don't, we don't have a good way at the grid scale of consistently storing electricity. There, there's a lot of different kinds of, it, it's not that it can't be done, it's totally done. It's, it's, it's not like it's not theoretically capable of being done, it's totally theoretically capable. But when you start trying to bring these things down to grid scale kinds of things, to commercialize those technologies and to maintain the reliability of what we're just all used to because you know, if something doesn't work quite right, the, the whole system's constantly in a state of balance. It's yeah. looking to fall apart. And so there's a lot of rigor that's put into all the different components that are actually tied into the system to make sure that they don't create instability. So let's talk about some of the goals and let's break some of those down. We've, we've touched on some of it already, sure. but some of the goals in the plan, uh, the Green New Deal, shifting 100% of national power generation to renewable sources. We've kind of touched on that a bit. Funding massive investment in the drawdown and capture of greenhouse gases, decarbonizing manufacturing and agricultural industries, and upgrading all buildings to become energy efficient. In your opinion, what do you believe the impact would be of removing all non-renewable energy resources? I think it's today with what exists within that time frame, it's almost impossible. I think that if the primary renewable technologies are solar and wind, uh, given that they're intermittent and given that we don't have a lot of storage capacity, I don't, I don't know how that's, how that can happen Possibly. with us having reliability without with us not having intermittent power outages frequently right which i don't think anyone will accept no 
unacceptable. Right. Especially when you have to do your hair and, I mean, you know, the important stuff. Whatever whatever the case may be. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Yeah, it, I'm I just mean, bringing, I'm just making it real. How, how far like, do you literally. take that? Do you do you say that hospitals can't use emergency diesel backup generator? Like I don't I don't know what that means. Right. So it's it's an aspirational thing, mm-hmm. and so this is this whole thing of absolutes. Let's make it better. You know, let's it better. Let's, let's figure out how to how to make this work within the confines of what's what's actually achievable. Okay. So the U.S. currently gets 80% of its energy from coal, petroleum, and natural gas. We talked about natural gas. Hence, the kind of overhaul the deal is calling for would be very expensive, like very expensive. We're talking to the tune of $93 trillion. Could we actually pay for that? Could we make this happen? I mean, it depends on over what period of time, I suppose. Right. You know, um, it would affect um, every American household, right? We would I, end up having to pay for it. I think that's true. I mm-hmm. think that's absolutely true. But the rebuttal is, is we can't afford not to. I do I do know that, you know, a lot of folks are massively concerned about having, you know, uh, a matter of single digit years to save the world kind of situation. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, you know, if, if that were true, um, then I think you definitely, you know, it makes a lot of sense to try to do everything in your power to do that. Now, this is all happening in the context of, where, where are we globally? So, okay, let's just say for the Good sake point. of the argument, we do our part. What about everybody else? I mean, is, is it, I'd love to do something that gives us a technological advantage that allows us to share some technological leadership. And I think this is the issue. If it's something that is marginally economic or makes sense on economics, then we have the ability to show the rest of the world how to do it. If it's something that requires just this massive amount of subsidy or is extremely uneconomic to accomplish, it's unlikely that anyone else in the world is going to do the same thing. Right. So there is there is some some aspect to this that I think I don't fully understand all the implications. I just see my little piece of it, mm-hmm. and it seems like that would be a huge challenge. It seems to me the only way to do it is through some kind of a battery storage. And so I don't know what that means. I know that, you know, lithium ion, there may be some environmental issues associated with us digging up and creating the magnitude of that. I mean, it's it's almost hard to conceive of how many of those facilities you'd have to put in place. doesn't mean there's not, you know, better designs. And I know that um, I try to keep track of what's happening from emerging battery technologies is obviously going to have a huge impact on, on this business. And there's a lot of other alternative uh, technologies that may not use so unfriendly environmental inputs. Mm-hmm. It's just a huge, huge undertaking. And if you're talking about that occurring within 10 years, mm-hmm. you know, we can do amazing stuff when we put our minds to it. I just don't, I don't know if that's really achievable. But we can be comfortable knowing that the technology is getting there. We're making efforts every single day to get there. There, there are so many, you know, again, it gets back to this. If we can have an, an, a primary energy source mm-hmm. that's free or, you know, the, the efficiency of solar cells, if they continue to increase it, I mean, they capture a, a significant fraction of the theoretical energy available in sunlight. It's a huge, the, in addition to the cost going down, the efficiency of it has gone way up as well. All I can say is based on just this conversation alone, trying to wrap this out in one deal, 
or one plan or one piece of legislation is nearly impossible in my mind. Like think about when Kennedy said, we're going to go to the moon, right? It's kind of the same aspirational thing and the types of technologies. And we talk about, well, I don't remember, but sort of my early training as an economist, I remember there being some notions about what was the return on, on investment in that in terms of just making its way into the broader economy. So, you know, I, I love the notion of us, uh, you know, having a goal that we get behind. I'd love for us to have a national energy initiative that said, hey, we, we, we want to get serious about uh, fusion technologies. We want to get serious and we want to look at better kinds of nuclear uh, fission processes. It's a big challenge. I love thinking big. I love thinking about how do we solve some of these challenges. Yeah. I just don't want to get myopically focused on, you know, these kinds of things are the way to go. Let's, if it's a moonshot and it's one of these kinds of things, let's open it up for everything. That's a good place for, I think, us to invest our national treasure, uh, to be uh, technologically leaders in the world. And I think that we have the right kinds of people uh, that we can get behind. And it's probably the most laudable goal that we could, we could be looking for stuff and the good news is we did go to the moon we did yep yeah. all right thank you as always we love having you here is there anything else death. you want to add no i you know i uh you asked me to opine on a lot of things that sort of get out of my wheelhouse um you know when it comes when it comes down to electricity and, and power generation and state of the art um, I, I think it's a great thing for us to say hey let's move towards um uh, a better understanding and having a respect for a better respect for, for you know, uh, the environment that we're operating in. I think if you look at what's happening, you know, I grew up in, in the 70s. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we're just so much better now than we were before. Yeah, I want to keep that momentum. Uh, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, my children and my children's children and everybody else's kids, it's, it's about, you know, there are definitely places where there's concerns about environmental justice and those are, understandably uh, important uh, goals to make sure that everyone gets to live in an environment where they're not worried about you know, getting cancer or they're <laughs> worried about getting lung problems because they're sitting next to something. So uh, I think that we have the ability to do that. I think we've been on that path. Um, so it's, I, I get excited about, you know, thinking about us being much more technology focused as a society. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about, real change the world types of technologies, making stuff, making things more efficiently, uh, improving the overall capacity and quality of life, increasing the productivity of us as a nation, I think is where, you know, we need to be. And I think these, there, there can be these neat things that come out of some of this stuff, but there's a, there's a good opportunity for us to really do this the wrong way. And right. there's a good opportunity for us to do this the right way. You nailed it. Well, it's good to be alive at this time. Sure. Yep. All right. If you have a question for Justin, please drop it below in our comment section. I'm sure you do, and, and you'd be willing to answer any and all questions, right? Yeah, I'm sure that someone's like, that's the dumbest person <laughs> I've ever <laughs> that heard. Is so. not true. Not true at all. Well, again, thanks for your no, time. I always love talking. And I don't sure anyone likes to listen, but I like to talk. So. I enjoyed the conversation. I did. I feel enlightened, so thank you. Okay. And you know what we say here. Be cool, stay kind, and do great things because it is the ogre way. 